for the magical invocation. I am the bone of my sword. Do that one. English. English. I have felt, I have forged over a thousand blades. I may wield that. Steel is my body and fire my blood. <laughs> I may Unlimited never. Unlimited blade works. <laughs> I will never hold anything. Oh, that's so depressing, uh, but like so great. I, oh, what a scene. Welcome to Content Breaker. We yeah. are, of course, talking about Fate. Studite from Stay. 2006 at Studio Dean's OG. We're joined by Kai. I'm Kels. Strangely entertaining. Bible Force Og. Gentlemen, we are continuing our arduous journey through <laughs> the Fate Swamp. Some of it's arduous. For some, we do it for fun. Yeah, I I love it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I love it. I love all the fate verse. Might be my favorite verse in anime. Maybe really spoiler mm, free. Why? <laughs> um, the Natsu verse. Yeah, the Natsu verse is fun. It's because you got the Natsu verse. You got the Monogatari verse. You got the what other verses are there? Um, you got <laughs> technically the Mashima verse now. I was about Which, to say <laughs> that's coming up. Like the Mashima verse is like shoot, it might be the Mashima verse actually, but we don't really see too many like the fate verse. The fate just has so many bangers, you know, like and so much interesting huh. lore in like and it's it probably all started the most with fate stay night. Yeah, it's probably the most intriguing to me. That's it, probably why it's and my in depth. Yeah, it's holy so shit, <laughs> thick. Yeah, I like thick boys. Like so if uh, if you had trouble keeping up with the Silmarillion for Lord of the Rings, <laughs> uh, child, you don't not know. And the rough part here is on some of us. We're we're on our rewatch. Some of us is the first time. Hi, mm-hmm. I was the but, first time. <laughs> it's hard to know what I'm not supposed to know. Oh, I right hope now. they were gentle with you. Uh, that's that's what I'm running to the most. They I'm weren't. like, I I I really be doing the rewatches in depth because I'm like, okay, it's not more so for me to refresh because I retain everything. It's for me to know what I can't say. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I was like, okay, did that happen here? Nope. Cool. All right. Strange. First time go. What was your take on face? All right. <clears throat> uh, spoilers included or just spoiler free, just kind of first blush. How first did you feel about it? First impression. Well, since I watched the prequel to this, it's very interesting knowing exactly who was who. And, you know, so there wasn't really a whole lot of twist just of like, when is that going to happen? When are they going to show up? You know, like what's OK? Yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't that a is- whole lot of like intrigue with it, but I did appreciate it for knowing that this was like the first one and that this was like laying the groundwork for things to come. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yes. Should have watched this first (laughs) and then gone back. Yes. Maybe that would have been like, Oh wow, it's mind blowing. And I was like, no, that makes sense. You know, I will say, uh, if you're just looking for the story of the characters involved in this one, in this Holy Grail war, start with Dean stay night, start with this one. Uh, but if you're looking for an understanding for like all of the fate verse and why the grails are 
all the Grail Wars are all the same, but all different. Fate Zero is the best place to start because it gives you the bare bones what a Grail War is and how it's supposed to be fought. Uh, I do feel like that Zero was... Because knowing, I mean, knowing what I know about Unlimited Blade Works, I know it's just like a different kind of like... Which we'll get into that. Yeah, Mm. we'll get into it. Um, But it was... And maybe knowing what I know about um, our main character doesn't exactly... I was like, oh, yeah. Um, It was kind of a... I'm not going to lie, it was kind of a slog at the beginning. Very sure, much just sure. like... But it, uh, it's setting the groundwork so that the future ones don't have to. Yeah. And and I really appreciate the... I, I appreciate Fate Zero for being an incredibly great hook into Ufotable's new run, right? That's how you get him mm-hmm. hooked. And, and, you know, it's bittersweet that Ufotable's not going to come touch... Studio Dean Stay Night and do a reanimation. But hey, you know, I they they said they respect Studio Dean's adaptation. Because shout out to them for being real ones. The Studio Dean's an OG. I feel that. I understand that. Studio Dean kind of combined all three routes, and I just want one pure fate route. So Eh. Eh. I mean, so let's talk about it. All right. Other than Fate Zero. We start with Fate Stay Night. Fate Stay Night is, of course, based on the visual novel that has three distinct plot arcs that you can follow in the same universe with the same characters. Yes, it's all the same story, but all the unique stories in their own. Yeah. So same setting, same universe, different plot as we chase the route down. And so Studio Dean starts off with and of course, it's it's a fucking visual novel, so it's all about the girls you choose. Hey. Studio, Studio Dean focuses on the saber route. Th- say mm-hmm. That I was mm-hmm. not really prepared for. I was like, you know, if I didn't know any better, I'd say this was <laughs> based off some kind of dating simulator <laughs> something. So there's way too many girls a, in this one house. <laughs> I wouldn't call it a dating sim, but I, yeah. I, we get some... Eroge. Yeah. Ooh. Also, but, um, yeah. and I say I don't understand Saberface. Not really my personal preference. Do you I don't know what Saberface is? Yes. <laughs> I'm at a loss. What the fuck is Saberface? So, you know, it's the character design. He uses the same face on multiple female characters. Oh. Okay. Mostly yeah. Sabres. So look at a lot of Sabres. Uh, Zogs. Figure. A new little figure here. What's, this is what's not the their... same saber in the in a red dress. It is a Nero. whole different character. Thank you. It is Nero. Yes, yes. Nero Claudius, um, Emperor of the Roman. I will show you my ruler if you know <laughs> it didn't get sent back to Japan. UPS system, <laughs> you can kiss my ass. <sighs> <sighs> All right. So, fate. It's fun. Right. It's a dense. And we're into Fate Stay Night that is, of course, branching path story. Mm-hmm. I've got to tell you, this is Studio Dean doing what Studio Dean does in 2006. And let me. OK, so, gentlemen, yes, I have I have uh, some kind of uh, metaphor mm-hmm. or simile, depending on if I use the word like or not. 
Okay. Alazog. All right. So if I had to put a studio with each one of us, Kai, I would I would have to say Studio Piro. Right? I'll take that. Okay. Studio I was Piro worried. Really speaks to. <laughs> I was I'm worried, worried for a second. I was like, how am I going to cry tonight? But no, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried now. I'll it's take Studio Piro. Not mine. Don't worry about it. This is super interesting. I'm so intrigued right now. Right, Zog, I would have to say Madhouse. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm going I'm to hear the wise after. I'm here the wise. Go ahead. Go ahead. Strange Studio Bones of really? all things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You seem pretty basic, but Thanks. still good. <laughs> oh, what? It's my, it's, I was my hero. The that's the basic but, yes, I know. You. That's why it's not that big of an insult. Okay. <laughs> I want to be like, I'm Gynax because uh, giant you're, robots and shit. You're my but, trigger. You're my trigger. But what I want to be is the OG Studio Dean. Because have you seen their track record? Like, yes. This is what I want to strive for. We're out here putting out Ronma one half, picking it up after, you know. Oh, yeah. The second, you know, whatever. You know, they still had their hands on it. Um, you know, doing classics like Fate Stay Night, the original run of Fruits Baskets. Mm-hmm. Um, other shows that I have as guilty pleasures like Vampire, Vampire Night. Nights. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then going off and doing all manner of other crazy stuff. That- the fact that they also helped produce Samurai X for Ronnie Kenshin. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So but that's that's why I want to I want to kind of like why why us being these you have to tell me now you brought it up you have to why are we the studios oh shit we're I'm, talking about fate stay night my guy I know uh, but, but like, I mean just, do you want to know why you or like yes. why them why I don't care about them honestly but why me <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, you all immensely Studio Piero is reliable mm-hmm. putting out bangers all the time and it's you always great narratives. Is you know, yeah. I I would I would agree with that because I am a great motherfucker and I do great things, but also have horrible tendencies like Borotail. So like it's like I give you Yu Yu Hakusho. Well too. <laughs> I give you bleach. I give you all these goats, but then I bleach, also bleach Naruto, Black Clover, mm-hmm. and then everything else they've made. Yes, yes, they did yeah, my yeah. favorite and yeah. least favorite anime. That so and polarized. you don't, you tend to go, like their filler. You tend to go on a string of things where you sometimes lose people. No, I think I'm pretty prolific. Thank you. <laughs> um, Make new content, Zog. Been I too love. Long. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love Studio Dean, and that comes with uh, with the fact that some of their bangers are in fact put out in the early 2000s. You know this show is 16 by 9 right we finally hit that that boundary we didn't have to but it's still kind of rough not particularly in detail animation character style it's good but it's not mind-blowing like we see six years later with ufotable putting in god's work (laughs) um so we've talked about the lore we talked about that it's lore dense, but let's talk a little bit more about the fate world as it pertains to our experience with the uh, state night. So, I mean, this is really kind of, this is really kind of where you see, um, a lot of lore dump and a lot of explanations that kind of mm-hmm. just get explained here and not really elsewhere. Um, this is, I will say, 
I feel like this is the only route where Shiro knows about his father and him having Saber as a servant. That's kind of cool that that's only explained in this one. Because well, it's not explained in Lemon Blade Works. It's not explained We don't get to show. see it explained in the other ones like we do this one. But how relevant is that to this story? We I mean, it's relevant because you see, need to know. Let, let, let me finish. It's relevant <laughs> because you get to see Saber's point of view on that and showing, you know, I didn't really fuck with your dad, but I saw that he was a different person for you because that is something that is noticed and like hinted on both of the other ones that she knows who Emiya is to Shiro. But we don't really see how she feels about it. But this one, we get her opinion inside on it, which I really liked. Because we saw, okay, I'm interested in Saber as her emotions besides just being like, you know, the doomed prince or whatever. Um, like we get to see more of her like opinions. Hey, hey, hey. And that bitch is a king. Yes. Sorry. King. The martyr king. king. The martyr <laughs> king. Like yes. <laughs> so I like that we got um, that explanation in this one. Yeah, no, I I, I agree that. To see, and especially with everything we get to witness in Fate Zero, and that's the rough part, I think that this show does a really good job at introducing kind of whatever lore it needs to to explain how we got here. So all of the uh, Karitsugu stuff, all of the uh, the priest stuff, and the like, the end of the war, like the fourth Holy Grail War, and and seeing. Saber really have that dynamic and see how Karitsugu changed. Yeah. Through her own experience with him because she has her own opinions. I absolutely agree. Uh, That is an interesting thing that we get to see here. Because it's like, yo, your dad wasn't just a hero of justice you thought he was. He was like this cold ass murderer too. So. (laughs) Fuck. They said fuck them kids. Yeah. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) That. I have so many reasons why I left with that, but God damn. <laughs> and then, so we we got that, and then we also got, um, well, never mind. That's I can't say that because that's slight too much for Heaven's Field. Um, we so we get we get an introduction to our main <laughs> cast yeah. of 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 heroines. You know, we have uh, Sakura Matoi. Yeah. We have. Uh, Rin Tosaka. We have Grace the adopted Peter. aunt sister girl, Taiga. She was yeah. cool. Basically a mother figure to, to Shiro. I yeah. always want to know more about like how she came to be in his life, because that's never explained. It, I think it's her a, family owned the estate before Kiritsugu bought it, or yeah. something like that. Be, uh, uh, K- Kiritsugu had a relationship with her like grandfather mm. before everything. So it's kind of like a, a backdoor dealing. You're going to take care of whatever I need to you, mm-hmm. you to because. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. How, how, how do you feel about our let's talk about hero of justice hero oh, of justice. Mr. Number one, Mr. Boy Scout can do no wrong. People die if they're killed, which, by the way, super disappointed. I didn't watch the watch the right version for that. Uh, I went then, back and looked as well. It was also in the sub. Really? Yeah, you just have episode, to be paying attention. 20, uh, 20, no, it was one. No, it was 23. Yeah, I know. I know the part because I know the frame. 
Oh. But he said it slightly differently in the version I was watching, and I was just disappointed that he didn't. He say straight that. up said, "People die or when they people die when they are killed, so it's okay." You'll have to Which, show me because that is the thing. The dialogue in this is very stilted, and it's, that is not the actor's fault in any version. Yeah, it's very much like <laughs> the a, actors do a damn good job, but this dialogue. And then, well, like, I like his, like, he's, I like Ren okay, but then he's just like, oh, I'm a boy, and you're a girl, I will protect you, and I am Mr. Boy Scout Man. Ah, no, that's him I'm with toxic. with Saber the entire time. Yeah. Oh, I'm just <laughs> like, I, oh. I think it's done better in the, in the actual, like, visual novel for it, because you get to, you get this sense of why he's doing it. It's not a... Oh, you're a girl, so I must be manly man kind of thing. It's his own like code of chivalry being I should be the one putting myself in danger, not anybody else. I'm the one who got a second chance at life. Let me use it to protect people. And, and we get a hint of that, but it comes with attached with the coda of you're a girl and I'm a boy. Yeah. So I must be the one at risk all the time. Yeah, and, it does not do a good job of clearing that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the, definitely the worst part about this is his in this route, his hero of justice, like ideology is just toad because it's not yeah. really portrayed well. I think it's portrayed well in the other routes. Um, yeah. But this route is kind of like, eh. And this one is supposed to be like a big conflict with Saber because they are too similar and that they want to be the one risking their lives. They don't want anybody else doing it. But <laughs> how are you supposed to fight the enemy when you're fighting each other? And With I did guns. notice like a different kind of of pacing, much different from modern day adaptations of things. It was very 2006. Very 2006. I mean, like, it's just so, like we're not going to learn how to actually use the abilities correctly. So maybe episode 11 or 12. And I'm like, whoa, that's a who you would lose everyone now. I mean, everyone would. I mean, but I I'm like, it's I, also I a different world, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, do you want me to blow your mind right quick? I say, does that no. change from any of the later series or how's that work? I mean, not that gotta, I want spoilers. You gotta keep in but, mind that this came out 16 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Like we've gone to two different eras of anime, like in it's definitely like, even with the intro, it's definitely a product of his time. <laughs> Cause every time I watch the intro, I'm just like, <laughs> this is so early 2000s. Like, no, I noticed so that. early 2000s. I literally watched because none uh, of the stuff in the intro happens in the anime, and that's how it very used to fighting be. Fighting dreamers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, watching both intros, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. They don't do this now. <laughs> I think just the... the slow pans and fades of different, <laughs> like fully illustrated art, and then the words pop about, up on the screen. I can't talk about the remember. spoiler-free yeah. intros. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so just playing clips from the damn show. Uh -huh. I think the only thing that they just keep in in, in any intro is Archer versus Lancer, mm -hmm. which isn't much of a spoiler since it's like the first fight you get. But yeah. yeah. So we we talk about the fact that this is a 16 year old show. Like 
what cha- what do you think changed between 2006 and 2012 animation quality um animation quality and the ready the availableness to the source material like the actual like how do i put this like the the availability of people the, being able to discover the visual novels and okay. kind of yeah. being out more because in 06 when this came out a lot of people weren't really like rocking with the visual novels and then I think around 2011, huh. 2010 is when there was a huge surge on the internet of like people getting into this type of stuff. Yes, but uh, that was mostly because, at least over here in the U.S., we had nothing for the visual novel. We had no, like, we didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah. There was no English translation. There was no game. There was nothing until like 2008, 2009, right before uh, Fate Zero came out. No, that's what I'm saying. The accessibility yeah. is what so. made a huge difference between that jump. And yeah, the the growth of the internet and the proliferation of uh, of cross cultural transfer not requiring on, uh, you know, ma- big companies to to license stuff for different markets and that being more available yeah. on a smaller scale to a, a more niche audience. Absolutely, I could see that. That makes a lot of sense. I still don't think we have an official translation of the game. I think it's all fan translated stuff. Um, what is about right talks to come out? Like they might be doing the melty blood treatment, which I pray there's been a lot of whispers about it. Cause I, I would, ooh, if you put the visual novel on PS five, you have all ooh, my money. Heartbeat, I'm going to sit here. <laughs> I will drop that money. I, <laughs> I don't know care. I'll be a depressed fanboy. Like give me all the sauce though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I want, yeah, <laughs> I want, I want all of it. Just literally translate that shit into English and throw it on there. I don't care. I want that scene where we're hiding in the abandoned building. From, oh no. From Ilias field and Hercules. Mm-hmm. And you I, find out how I we want, can replenish mana. Oh. Yeah. I want that dragon <laughs> without the metaphor. <laughs> that was a very interesting metaphor. Why I said, is your shirt like well, they said what what are you doing rain i gotta i gotta start the ritual Speaks yeah i gotta i gotta rile you up the more excited you are the easier it is plus it's not like, fair look, let's be real neither of you are gonna start this shit somebody's gotta do it and in the visual novel She's taking I, one for the team in the visual Go novel on. i just want you all to know that was indeed confirmed to threesome so mm-hmm. i'm nice. just so mad that this all happened right after spoilers Archer fucking died. Yeah. Hey, it's what you would have wanted. Yeah. They did it in his right honor, then. technically, since, you know. No, honestly. Uh, no, they, they straight up were just like, well, Archer's dead. We're all going to die unless you two can figure out how to get mana. So put on some Barry White. We think we doing this. Literally Barry though, White. That's something I haven't heard in a while. Uh, <laughs> I would say like, Billy Ocean, but yeah. Yeah. Either one works. While I haven't known the Fate series for long, I do enjoy Archer. Probably would call him my favorite servant just because, oh, he's cool. And I like what he does. I know. I can't wait. Um, Dopest. Well, like, you know, the games I've played. What is happening? Uh, (laughs) Something loud just happened behind me. I don't know. I'm scared. It's a servant attack. Oh, no. (laughs) You got the noble phantasm coming. (laughs) Like been good knowing. I, I I don't know. I was just like, oh, he died. I guess that was bound to happen. In, 
in the most well, what a way bad... to go i guess yeah <laughs> holy shit the moment he starts speaking english mm-hmm. yes english in the, in the sub i'm like oh dude the game straight up <laughs> opens with him speak doing that chant in english and it is fucking amazing let me tell like, y'all some of mine lore right quick or oh, no. my lore i dox myself fuck um so when i first saw this I sat here and I was like, you know, I, I, if I was ever, ever going to get anything like tattooed on my back in terms of words, it would be that whole, that whole speech going down my back. Like if you ever get a prayer. Yes. Like, oh my gosh, these hands will never hold anything. I was, ooh, ooh, I love it, bro. It's like one of my favorite, that's my favorite English in all of anime. Like it was really good English. Like. Like it was just there subtly, like you could tell it was English, but it was still very good English, and just like the voice and everything. I think fuck your United States of Smash. <laughs> unreasonable <laughs> to call it English. That's kind of disrespectful. Sorry, I don't. You know what I it mean. Was so, I stand by it. I do know what you mean, but I can't speak Japanese. Yeah, I mean, true. It was so. it was English. <laughs> I just referred to it as English because that's what I thought the official name when my you know. Days of not being a critical weeb. I thought that's what it was called when they did that. I thought it was the actual term, like asterisk English. No, it's just fucking Ew. fanboys being I assholes about it. I'm ascendant, you know. <laughs> sentient. So, yes, I'm a sentient. I'm right. ascendant. But I'm no, a what, sentient. And well, I'm whole, say the whole English needs a little work. The whole fuck are you. Fuck the whole fucking I am the boat of my sword speech while he's putting the work mm-hmm. to Hercules mm-hmm. was a great scene. And then for him to go into the reality model to finish it off with an unlimited blade works and then find out that, well, he fucking died. But he took out five of the lives of Hercules. Mm-hmm. He put in the work. It. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, like, she was like, Any he other killed you five he times. Perfectly prepared, but nope. Absolutely, like, <laughs> absolute beauty, man. Like, I love, I love the relationship between Shiro and Archer because Archer's like this asshole who gives like a sprinkling of of wisdom and direction to Shiro Emiya mm-hmm. as he needs it. Mm-hmm. And then we get to see that come through in a very shonen way. Yeah. Now, when I first watched this, I watched it after I watched U- UBW. Mm-hmm. So to see that be their relationship, I was like, well, that's a heel turn. <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting this, but OK. Yeah. And I so kind of know the it took I... me a little while to actually like figure it out, adjust to that. I, knowing what I know, because internet is a thing and people talk on the internet, I was Fuck like, him. you know, I'm like, you know, that makes a lot of sense, actually. And I do wonder <laughs> when Archer was like, I'm going to kill you. I was like, like murder suicide. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, no, maybe. UBW, I'll get into it. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it. When, I think we'll talk about Unlimited Blade Works when we get there, because I know that's probably yes. next. So I got to say, um, if we're going by Studio Dean's 
service, not our overall like favorite servants. We're just going by the Studio no, Dean. What the fuck you've seen in Studio Dean's yes. 2006 yes. Fates yes. Day Night? The okay. seven that exist in this yes. plus plus Gilgamesh. Yes. Uh, yeah, plus I'm gonna hit you with something. Here. I'm gonna hit y'all with something crazy. Um, I gotta say, Caster. If I'm being honest, yeah, because yeah. like she. Like her, like determination for her goal, but then her being like sacrificing it for douchebag McGee, whose name I forget. Um, How dare you? Did you watch the show? <laughs> yes, Kuzuki. Yeah, Kuzuki. It's Kazuki. Kazuki. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I know. Either one. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, that guy. I'm like, you know what? And like him being like, I'll make your dream come true, knowing he dead. Like, knowing he dead. No, like, but her dream already came through. Did yes. you listen to yes, her? That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm reinventing the situation. Yes, let me finish. So, <laughs> okay, go yeah. on, go on. Yes. So the fact that her dream changed because of him and her having to see, you know, I understand. Like this person, go ahead. Her dream never changed. Okay, her, so her technically it did because she didn't know him before she came into fruition. He he wasn't the one she was dreaming for. He just fulfilled that role. Yes. So which which her dream was to have someone actually give a fuck about her. In we got like a thirty six second like flashback backstory. So it's not particularly yeah. in don't depth, fuck up but, my life. Okay. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got that. Thank and you, thank she you, was sweetheart. Elf, you did so. the bare minimum. And Compared she to everybody elf. else, that's great for her. Yeah. And she got the plot moving pretty pretty expeditiously. Yeah, too, too bad that's all UBW stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the, is it What even? she actually does in the actual fate route is so much less. <laughs> yeah, which I'm okay with, you know. But in terms of this iteration, it gotta be Caster. It would have been Saber if it just, <laughs> if it was a different Say, <laughs> and it would have been Lancer if it was any other Lancer. Like this I is the worst. Be Lancer. This is no, the worst iteration of Lancer for me. Uh, yeah, Lancer deserves more respect. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They shit on Lancer this one so hard. So he's definitely every at the Lancer, bottom of the barrel. It's every Lancer. It sucks. I mean, UBW did Lancer pretty justice. They gave him one extra fight and let him be badass one more time before. Anyway, let's, anyway, let's <laughs> wait until we get there. But I, I'd say caster for me with the second i guess being i don't want it to be berserker no, don't don't because, don't give a second okay no, right leave, leave room for us okay caster, caster. <laughs> there's only seven caster because elf here yeah so who y'all got i know um strain said archer what about you two why why archer just brief synopsis uh he was cool I like his outfit. Uh, <laughs> I like his outfit. He's got the dual blades. Oh my god! You and he's got dual blades. Sorry. Listen, mystery. Dual wielding's badass. It mystery. was fun. Not even really dual blade. Honestly, I mean he do, but like not really. He is unlimited blade works. He has okay. unlimited blade works. That's more than two swords. That's amazing. What you mean? Okay. Plus, I've got to say. Cool. My favorite has to be Assassin. Oh, really? Respect. Yeah. I give you that. Kojiro, like, and this falls in the same vein of of Archer 
and his like role in the plot and the lore where it's like Archer is a, 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 a hero that we have never fucking heard of. Nobody knows him. He's not historical, but he you don't is even sure get fu- a name for him this time around. <laughs> but he is sure there. He has a in, presence in that same vein of like it. The heroes don't have to be real mm-hmm. or old. Like we have this guy who is the accumulation of every nameless swordsman ever written. And he's just he's a that guy. He's just a wraith. He doesn't <laughs> exist. And for his only job to be gatekeeper yeah. after being summoned by caster, another servant like, yeah, man, Fucking that's ridiculous. wild for him to have an ability that reaches beyond true magic. Mm hmm. <laughs> No, that was Assassin was really cool. And I actually like the concept because I know most somewhat of like what happens when like these servants are, you know, how they're summoned in, how they're it's it's basically like a gotcha game. But you can augment your like if you want to use a historic item to summon a specific yeah. servant, you can, well, you know, it's not otherwise so much a gotcha it's just game. yeah. It's not so much a gacha game as you. If you don't use a catalyst, you summon a servant who's similar to you. That's kind of why uh, uh, the person who summons Ryder gets Ryder. We'll get into that more when we get to Heaven's Field, <laughs> oh, <laughs> where no. we focus on Ryder a bit more. Oh, okay. Well, okay. And that's one of the things I wanted. To, oh, first off, before we get to it, Zog favorite uh, servant. Uh, just servant. Yes. Yeah. If I'm just going off Studio Dean stuff, I yes. would either I would either say Ryder or uh, Archer. This is the right show to choose Ryder. <laughs> well, is I it? say that like I, I I don't know, man. I don't know. You don't compared know to Unlimited Blade Works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Ryder is gets to show off a whole lot of shit in this. You get. You don't get a good sense of who Ryder is, but you get a good sense of like what she can do. What yeah, what she's capable of. And she definitely has that big kind of like mysterious quality about her where you don't know why she's doing these things, but especially when halfway into her scenes and her story, uh you kind of wonder why the fuck she's listening to her master. Because she doesn't like him at all. Yeah, <laughs> she wants nothing to do with him. And we get enough to know kind of who she is in mythology, but absolutely no explanation of how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love uh, it. And for those who don't know about it, and to reiterate the point, because I'm sure we said it last last time we talked about fate. Anytime a servant uses a nibble phantasm, it kind of reveals who they were. It reveals their <laughs> myths. <laughs> Yeah, so it shows their identity. So they got to be very careful about that. Yeah, because that's the the big, big giveaway, because that's the thing that like made them memorable. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So when you hear Saber running around screaming Excalibur, you kind of know, oh, King Arthur. Or, you know, not that that matters. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's why I rock with like freaking a scan. Yes, we talked about it. Iskandar in Fate Zero. Because it was like, you don't know who is is until you in it. And at that point, it's too late. 
Unless you fucking Gilgamesh, bitch. Unless you're fucking Gilgamesh. And he don't give a shit. He will straight up be like, I am the king of heroes. I am the great Gilgamesh. He don't give a shit if you know who he is because it don't matter. It don't matter. And that just kind of blows my mind on just Gilgamesh again. I'm just like, I knew of him and they kind of did explain him a little bit in Zero. But like him just kind of flaunting like like the the main cast is like he's got all the noble phantasms like ever and it's like oh i guess that is kind of a big deal isn't it i never Yo, really thought broken, about it bro. that way like, yeah i know he is so completely broken. fucking broken <laughs> he's the, and when he gives uh, a skandar that respect that means a lot because it's like but studio dean at a certain point in the lore gilgamesh just shows the fuck up yeah, he does. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the final <laughs> fight we've been we've been building with Caster to like to have this big old climax, and at the end, you know, all three parties, you know, Saber, Rin, and uh, and fucking our hero of justice, mm-hmm. Emia, yeah. are all having like duking it out one on one. It's a whole thing, and then fucking Gilgamesh shows up. And none of that matters. Yeah. Caster's just shots m- Caster. murdered. <laughs> and we get the nice little scene between her and the, the fucking do whatever you want. Just don't fuck up my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get into the whole Gilgamesh is here for the next eight ish episodes. So, uh, the real can, big bad has shown himself. Congrats, yeah. guys. You went up a level. And yeah. I can only imagine just like watching it back when Fate Zero just didn't exist and being like, what? Yeah, no, it, was very yeah. Confusing. It, was it definitely very- shows why you have to have those moments with Saber being like, yes, there was another girl where I fought it with your father. This is the stuff that happened. He was the servant in that one. I don't know why he's still here, though. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Oh, my God, it must be Kirei. I'm wondering, honestly, if you could watch up to the point of the Studio Dean State Fate Stay Night to where Gilgamesh shows up and then as like a flashback, go watch how that happened in Fate Zero and then go back. I don't, I don't think just... it would be worth the investment. Mm-hmm. Just watch <laughs> Fate Zero and then Studio Dean if that's how you want to do it. If not, get your first like feet wet with Studio Dean like it's meant to be. Yeah. I say like I'm a fucking, I don't know. Studio <laughs> Dean ambassador. <laughs> <laughs> so like but and I feel like that's what kind of made this one like not my favorite, I guess I could say. Um yeah. is that a lot of stuff didn't really make sense until we saw Zero. Cause like we're like, oh yeah, we've seen Zero, so now it makes sense. But like before we saw that, I was left really confused with this ending and kind of unsatisfied. I was like, okay, you know. And especially the whole part with like the end of like Shiro and Saber, like when it's like, okay, you know, we won. Saber wakes up in the forest with only I can assume for that to be Lancelot. Av- it's Avalon. Avalon, yeah, yeah, my bad. She wakes up in Avalon, the paradise of Arthurian mythology. I I don't know because that was a whole like 
I'm back before I die and go throw the sword in the lake. Yeah. Cause so she, she might, I don't know if she's back in like heaven or if she's back in like, I'm almost dying regular aspirin. Well, yeah. The, uh, when we normally see her before she's summoned and she's got she's on that pile of corpses, blood covering everything. That's the moment where she was just about to die as a servant uh, being recorded by the throne of heroes and everything. She is stuck in that one spot until she's summoned uh, by by a mage for a holy grail war. <laughs> the fact that she wakes up in a different spot uh shows that she's moved on she's on something different okay hmm. Which, some lore shit man yeah i, I know like I said, the lore is fucking dense <laughs> so yeah, now i'm thinking like all the stuff that like maybe that was her wish was to get the sword thrown in the lake like that was the unfinished but, business i don't know but here's the secret they didn't here's not the secret we this is the whole fucking point yeah, of the yeah, show yeah. nobody got the holy grail in the fifth grail war yeah <laughs> Same like thing they with blew the it up like the last time <laughs> yeah last time it just left a crack this time saber was all in on it and was just like all right let's blow this bitch up <laughs> saber was willing to let go of her wish everybody was willing to let it go so that this shit didn't happen which I guess was this one also corrupted this time around. This is the same grail that Kiditsugu had. Yes, it was corrupted. So is it just corrupted from the fourth grail war onwards now? Like, what's third. the point? Third? Okay, that was It third. was corrupted during the third holy grail war. We're probably never going to see what actually happened there. Actually, they <laughs> but, did confirm uh, that that one is getting made. Ooh, hell yeah. Fun. That was like the great. one decent thing Will ever told me. That is going to be fucking great. I cannot wait for it. Uh, but yeah. Did you it, get the 12th servant or not 12th, the 8th or 9th? I don't know. The opposite of the third? ruler class servant. The Avenger. Not yeah. Avenger. Something. Is it Avenger? Seven's, what? Seven servants plus Gilgamesh <laughs> in Studio Dean's universe. Guys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, I only know about eight. You, you, got, you got what? seven servant types and there are two yes. special ones. A um, well, ruler well, and an Avenger. Okay. One is a cautionary tale kind of thing. And uh, we won't get those until after the stay night. Yes. Everything. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Apocrypha is when one of those show up. So e- expand in universe. If we get to that, gotcha. I'll explain that shit too. When when we some heavens, this is some heavens feel stuff. You're spoiling for me. <laughs> no, we haven't spoiled anything with heavens feel. I promise. I'm, give, I'm giving you backstory right. to that shit. <laughs> with, with this entire story being based on, Meta wise on which girl you choose and which mm-hmm. route you take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you feel that Shiro and Saber should have got to stay together? We should have had a happy ending. Or did you feel that both having a bittersweet release of their bullshit and moving on was the right way to end it? Yes. I, I, I think this was the best way to end it for what it currently is. I agree with the latter statement because one thing about fate is just winning doesn't mean being happy. Winning means being alive. So kind of. I mean, some people win as they die in fate too. But anyway. It's so, situational as yes, things happen. I think the fact that we saw that um, you know, Saber was at least at some semblance of peace and that Shiro was like I'm still on my bullshit and running away at the end was like <laughs> a very uh, good, you know, 
kind of point in that we saw we saw the development happen mainly to Saber. Granted, in the other um, routes, we still, I mean, UBW is like, so that's a whole conversation when we get there. Because I don't know whose route that truly is. But it's Rins. Yeah. It's Rins. It's got to be Rins. There's no other option. It's the only technically one Shiro's route. Technically. Well, if, okay. If yes. Don't fucking. But like any, any, anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But like <laughs> this one, I feel like, you know, it's clear that this one is Saber's route because we see her journey and that's at the forefront. And, you know, heaven's filled. We know whose route that is. Um, so. It's like, I would say yes. I feel like they didn't need to stay together, A, because that would have been completely, okay, never mind. That wouldn't have been impossible because it does happen somewhere along the way. But I, yeah. I don't for know, man. Do love, <laughs> for those who, when we complete the whole Fate Stay Night thing, we'll get into it. But yes, ask this question again. Th- there's an extra <laughs> thing that curtails to this specific route yes ask this question again like put this one down somewhere and ask it once we finish the stay night route because there's another side of this i can argue but short answer yes it's fine i'm glad that it took this long for us to like get so off the rails in lore i am (laughs) impressed at our professionalism yes because there is a lot of this question knocks on the door of all the fate bullshit so Asterisk, this is the right play until it's not. Okay. The the basic rule for every Grail War, it follows a specific set of rules and patterns until it doesn't. Yes. Get <laughs> yep. so, over it. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that at some point. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Fate may be the original, like, Holy Grail War and introduction to, like, the whole... Re- Nasu verse and everything for most people. I think there were some stuff he did before um, Fate Stay Night. But yeah. The, um, anyway. Um, yeah. I know about those. <laughs> anyway. Uh, this is the, name, the one that truly really, like took it off and everything. But uh, it's filled with so many exceptions to the rules. <laughs> Fuck. There's a servant whose noble phantasm is called Rule Breaker. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> It's hard like, to like what? understand how everything works when there's so many exceptions. <laughs> so kind of why I think it's better to start with Fate Zero, even though a lot of the twists and turns you get through this story in all three routes is spoiled very early on. <laughs> yeah. And and the real answer is uh, it's so much easier to watch Fate Zero get hooked by the whole the whole yeah vibe and then go immediately into unlimited blade works this is the hardest one to digest stay nice to your dean is the hardest fate to digest and after this one i would say it'd be apocrypha but like only because apocrypha is a lot of information up front like a lot like 10 episodes of just pure information before anything happens like i am (laughs) not exaggerating and that real war is wildly different than any other one you see but it's dope as fuck though like one of my favorite uh versions of fate one of my favorite stories altogether yes and possibly has my favorite servant overall (laughs) um we're gonna talk about who that is later i have a feeling but um (laughs) yes studio dean's is no disrespect to them. It's just the dialogue was all over the place, which technically isn't their fault. 
But it was just also, it was just so the pacing, like Strange just said it earlier, the pacing was so off from all the other like fates because what I really love about uh, Unlimited Blade Works is that first three episodes, and if you know, you know, of how it presents that information. So that's what hooked me so hard about that. And then Heaven's Fields are movies, which are the only ones that are, well, not technically, but the only one that like the the only stay night routes that are yeah. in film form. Yes. So that makes that easily digestible, but also like just what happens is so gripping in that one. Like Dean is the only one where you got to be like, okay, Saber, tell yeah. us nothing, please. And then, okay, Saber, tell us more. Now tell us a little bit more. Now we get the full thing. And now Ren's like, that's wrong. So it's, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's very telling to like how they were made and all three of them are kind of made a little for different situations. Like you said, mm-hmm. heavens feels movies. You got a completely different kind of audience. You got different ways. You got to present the story in that one. Yeah. UBW was made in a time where streaming was heavily done. Mm-hmm. So even though it was shown broadcast in Japan, it was meant to be taken altogether like binged or taken at your own pace yeah. where you can go back and remind yourself of this stuff. So they never had to take the time in an episode to remind you of something from before. This never got that option. Yeah, so no. it kind of had to slow down and do that pacing. So yeah. seeing how and, the three routes can be different. I find that very cool. <laughs> and, and thank God it's, uh, it's not trying to be a long running, uh, showed an anime. <sighs> It does still have those kind of story beats that, as you described, come from broadcast television in 2006, as that's the only way to consume the content primarily mm-hmm. uh, for the target audience and that this is being produced for. Uh, but mm-hmm. no, absolutely. It, fate, thanks to Studio Deed, is a, <laughs> a very interesting time capsule to go back through and and witness all the variation in in source material and and adaptations over a long time span and see the change in technology and the change in storytelling techniques and the needs and and of te- of, of the broadcast industry um now this is a an interesting case study mhm mm-hmm. Archaeologist. That's uh, <laughs> this content breaker right here. Well, that be a job, burn. Can I get a degree in weeb? Ar- I mean, archaeology. You just have to start writing fucking case studies. Video essays go. Yeah, get your excavation tools out, you know, your brush. Your, th- and your, your thesis hook must be an scraper. hour long at least. Dust off your fucking VHSs with pristine, <laughs> delicate care. <laughs> yes. Um. So. Get those fine little brushes. We know how we feel about fate. Yes. Overall, Studio Dean's 2006 Fate Stay Night. I still Final verdict. How you feel? I still love it because it's part of the overall series that I love. I was literally telling you this about Digimon yesterday. Um, Kells, even though Try is ass, I still love it because it's part of something. <laughs> Man said, objectively, it's a C, <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so objectively, Studio Dean's version is probably also a C, but I love it as something that overall is great. And this. This definitely has a place in the three. It's at the bottom, but it's definitely 
it's definitely a part <laughs> of something great. So probably won't ever rewatch it again now that I've done this though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've I've once heard the Studio Dean uh version of Fate Stay Night referred to as the redheaded stepchild of the <laughs> of the Fate Stay Night series. The Shiro oh, Emiya of, series of in general. <laughs> The Shiro Emiya <laughs> of the Oh, uh, no. <laughs> With the, uh, and damn, it's hard not to argue with that aspect when you watch all of the other Fate stuff and what, how, what they do, how expansive they get, how crazy shit can get, and how uh, some, some are just sometimes much more meaningful. Um, but it's still a nice little... Like, if you were watching all that Fate stuff, it's a good palate cleanser to not only remind yourself of how this, how a basic um, kind of Fate show should work and how it can progress, but also ground you in, hey, this shit doesn't have to be universe scale kind of shit. You can have those insane stakes without get going that big. Uh, man, I... I... I hold an immense amount of, of concern for when we get to the trigger levels of, of scale uh, creep. Just, oh yeah, now that the, the, the six grail war, oh, it's about fucking eternity. Everything that's ever existed ever is going to be at stake. Um, You're like, talking about the moon? Don't Grand tell Order. me that's where we wind up Grand, to. Grand Order, yeah. Basically Grand, Grand Order. The Grand moon, Order, right? What the no, fuck? No, Grand Order Anyways. is not the moon. Grand Order is the moon. moon. Grand Order is reality, (laughs) actually. We'll get into it. Well, I'm lost officially. Good job, everyone. (laughs) Which next next fate we get to will be unlimited unlimited play work, boys. I love it. (sighs) I'm so excited. That might be next quarter. It will be next quarter. We'll have to talk about it. (laughs) We have to get to Heavensfield, so it will be next quarter. (laughs) Yes, but. That's a wrap for Studio Dean's Fate Stay Night here on Content Breaker. You can catch more of us ranting and raving about various things all on all your con- all your podcatchers. Talking Spotify, it's Amazon Podcast, at Content Breaker, or Twitter, Instagram, YouTube as well. Content Breaker. Gentlemen, y'all have stuff too. Yes, you can find me at Static Dread with a Z on Twitter. Strange, put it on the bottom. Like I've been asking for years. Um, so yeah, I, I have. Anyways, uh, you can find me at StrangelyInt on Twitter, and then you can look for me on Twitch and YouTube. Look for Strangely Entertaining on Twitch. I like to try to stream 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Sometimes it's a Wednesday. My life is chaotic, (laughs) much like the Fate Universe itself. (laughs) Good effort. Good effort. And of course, the other product where two weebs talk about weeb archaeologist stuff. Oh. Uh, your typical Shona protagonist. How more nerdy can you get? That said, we have an anime coming up next week that is uh, is a very impactful and influential in our studio hero lives. Uh. Dog, what is it? It is what I would call the best of the big three. Fuck you, fight me. We're what, talking about Bleach. Now we all feel like the one. <laughs> <laughs> best part of the, the best entire music. show. I think that's, that's it. But, God. 
It'll be an interesting Are you podcast bad? next week. <laughs> <laughs> interesting podcast next week. Next week, cat on Content Breaker. <laughs>